Greetings. You are listening to the podcast of Ignitus Ministries, and this is your host, Pastor Tom Fillinger, speaking. Today, the topic of our podcast is control. Culture controls. Culture in a church are those deeply embedded practices that govern what is and what is not permitted in ministry. Change, any change, even for the good, is typically verboten. It is forbidden and will encounter major resistance. There are usually what I refer to as quote-unquote bell cows. Those are people who exert an inordinate amount of influence on ministry. They are often bullies and will punish anyone who resists their control. They often orchestrate the dismissal of a pastor for totally illegitimate reasons. He simply has done something that they don't like, not that what he did is in any way in conflict with what the scripture says. They are directed by personal preference, not sound doctrine. There's a a man by the name of Sam Chand. I believe he lives in the Atlanta area. He was a church consultant for 20 years, and he was troubled that the Initiatives that he presented that were based on sound scripture were not implemented. And in examining the reason for that, he discovered that the culture of the churches in which he was serving had not been modified so that they could embrace the changes. He wrote a book called Culture Controls, and I recommend that you get that book and read it. You probably won't agree with every doctrinal position that uh, Sam Chand offers, but then again, we seldom agree with everything with anyone. So, culture controls, and if you are looking and striving to accomplish genuine transformation in a local church, You must first analyze correctly what the culture of that church is, and then you must graciously but effectively modify those cultural issues that stand opposed to what real transformation needs to be. So, let me give you seven dangerous church cultures. I'll just give you the labels and a brief definition, and then you will probably be able to identify if you have actually encountered these. So here's the first one. I call it selfish control. Some churches are filled with people who think they have to have it their way. They fold their hands sometimes hold their money until they get their way. Second, there are prideful culture controls. This is a culture 
that is proud of their heritage, which, by the way, is often a very good thing, but is resting on their laurels. They refuse to realize it's no longer the good old days. Their pride in the past keeps them from embracing the future. They resist any ideas that are different from the way that things have always been done. I spoke in a church in the Philadelphia area that Martin Luther King Jr. had served at as a young pastor for a brief time, and one of the elderly ladies, when I started to talk about transformation that needed to happen, there were less than 25 people attending that church at the time, and those 25 were quite elderly, 70 years of age or older, and her interest was she gave me a guided tour of the sanctuary or auditorium and pointed out each stained glass window and who had contributed, and there were name plaques at each window verifying what she said. Next, there is the rigid control. A rigid control would never kill something, even if it isn't working. These churches do tradition very well. They don't do change well at all. Try to change, and it will be your death, not the death of that culture. There are cliquish cultures. I've heard this from so many people who felt they just couldn't break into the already established groups within the church. In this culture, it takes years and years for people to have a sense of being included, find a place in worship, or begin to lose the new person label. Next, bullying. Sometimes this is disguised and called church discipline, but in some of the stories that I've heard, I would tend to call it flat-out legalism. If it's a one-strike-and-you're-out culture, or people are made to feel they can't be real about their struggles for fear of retribution, the picture of grace that Christ died on the cross to provide is seriously diminished. People are encouraged to put on masks to hide their real struggles. There is the stingy culture. In this culture, there's a greater concern that the balance sheet look attractive than meeting the needs that God brings their way. The church rarely walks by faith because that seems too irresponsible. Next is the depraved culture. This one may in some ways be a summary of the previous six that I have just mentioned, because there is sin in all of these cultures, but I wanted to expose it on its own. If the Bible is left in the rack attached to the pew and is no longer the foundation guide for the church, the culture will obviously suffer. Church culture can begin to decay 
Whenever the focus is more on things like money, programs, building, or even worship style, as good as all of those things can be, rather than on living our lives as children of God for the glory of God, whatever distracts us from the very core of the church, our gospel mission and calling, which is make disciples who make disciples and reaching lost people, that will injure the church culture. So from these observations, let me ask you, what dangerous cultures have you encountered in your ministry lifetime? I would mention again, especially to those outside the church, those who have experienced pain from encountering these types of churches, or those entering into ministry in whom I have raised caution, there are healthy churches, there are healthy church cultures, there are no perfect churches, but there are some who have staff with long tenures, where change is manageable, and where people truly live out the biblical model of church, which the effectiveness for ministry in a healthy church must be the genuine transformation of people being served into the fullness of the image of Christ. If there is no transformation, I maintain there has been no true regeneration. So as someone who loves the local church, that's where I hope to lend help through this podcast and in each podcast that I offer. So I trust that you probably have encountered without question the issue of culture in the church. Remember what I said, culture controls people. All of us, I like to maintain status quo. Change is always, to some degree, threatening. So when we can establish a routine which we aren't threatened or not even challenged, then we need to examine our hearts and make sure that we are not guilty of culture control. So this is your host, Pastor Tom Fillinger, speaking. I welcome your questions about culture and culture control. You can reach me by calling 803-413-3509 or sending me an email at I-U-S transforms, that's transforms with an S, at gmail.com. I promise you I will respond, and I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, God bless, and watch out for those who seek to control ministry by establishing a culture that resists legitimate modification. God bless, and bye-bye.